Well, that's a great place to start. Hi, everybody. Uh, it's been almost... Do you want to sit down somewhere? Yeah. We're using a little H1N recorder again today, so I'm trying to like figure out what the best setup for this is. If I uh, tilt it like this, we get each other in stereo, where I'm coming in the right headset. Should, should we go into the uh, studio itself? Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's go. Let's do that. Okay, so... We've got to make it past all the dogs and Me? mom. Okay, I'm moving. How are you, Dad? Okay. I'll see you at the studio. Okay, I'll see you there. Let me get in the car and drive over. Hardwood flooring is really conducive to an audio recording setup. Oh, boy. Come on in. To your own living room. Oh boy. Oh, this is the Foley work is gonna be great now that we can do this mobile. You know, I was thinking the other day because we saw the poster for the Rocky musical that Truman is putting on. Yes. And I said, like, I've never seen a single Rocky movie. Yes. And I realized that with this thing we could literally record a Rocky podcast from the top of the art museum steps. Yes. And just because every time I've ever been to the art museum. I've seen at least ten people run up the steps and oh, do yeah. the fists in the air <clears throat> thing and, yeah, and a, all that fun junk. That's the thing. All right, if you can give me a proper mic check there. Hello, lean, hello. Le, yeah, oh, we don't have to right. lean forward. Let me get a little bit closer. Shit. All right. Okay. I think I. You you can lean back. I'm leaning forward because I'm not used to this setup. So if you just aim your face at this fuzzball that I've got on top of the Houston. <laughs> recline your recliner all the way but yeah that'll that'll make for good podcasting I guess this means I'll have to do more in post recording like this but whatever <laughs> okay okay so it's been almost a full month yes. since we recorded an episode yes we, uh, several of us passed away from COVID oh boy yeah several um, but, but then we came back mm -hmm. uh, when the COVID left us uh, and uh, now we're ready to rock and roll yes we're off and ready to go. It's been a little while, and Dad, what movie did we kick off Frank Reviews with this calendar year? Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, uh, directed by Ben Stiller, who is also the star of the movie. Yes. Which is always exciting. Which is cool, yeah. Which is cool, yeah. We got a regular Orson Welles, a funny version of Orson Welles. Not to say that Orson Welles isn't funny, it's just unintentional. Um, what did you think of the movie? Fun. A okay. lot of fun. <clears throat> it's a good before, fun time like, movie. Ages ago when it yeah. came out in like, you know, 2009, yeah. 9, 8. 8, was it? 8, okay. yeah. Came, I remember it came out in August of 2008 and Iron Man, also starring Robert Downey Jr., had come out that May. So like this was his year. Yeah. He, he got the biggest movie in the world with Iron Man, which cemented his, like, like skyrocketed him to superstardom. Yeah. And then several months later, he was in Tropic Thunder, and that got him an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Did it really? It really, really did. He only lost to, you've not seen it yet. We're going to get to oh, it. Oh, nomination. Not nomination, nomination. He didn't win because the uh, Best Supporting Actor that year went to... Heath Ledger as the Joker in uh, The Dark Knight because, of course, Heath Ledger had passed away 
before the movie had come out. Oh, so okay. it was kind of like, you know, that's you a, gotta give it to him. That's a bitch of a way to get an Oscar. I, yeah, you're telling me, my man. But we will we will get to uh, Batman and the Dark Knight and everything else, because I do want to do the rest of the Batman movies with you as time goes on. Because okay. they're so crazy. Okay. But Tropic Thunder, uh, uh, it, it, it's... I figured it would be a very interesting thing to talk about, especially because, you know, a month or so back we did Touch of Evil, speaking of Orson Welles, in which Charlton Heston, a white man, plays a Mexican dude, and other than slapping on some brown face paint, he puts zero effort into... Zero. None. Mm, yeah. it's, it's like the classic definition of just a white dude in it, dark-skinned it's, makeup, and it's It's awful. like looking at Charlton Heston with sunglasses on. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. That was it. Pretty much. Um, but, of course, in this movie, Robert Downey Jr., I don't even... You, it probably can... It probably does fall yeah. under the category of blackface. But, of course, they go out of their way to make it a little bit more, re, quote, realistic than the traditional blackface, oh, where yeah, the, the lips are white and you're wearing not, the white gloves. and it's not, Yeah, it wasn't like the... the mammy uh, nonsense. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, um, what do they call it? Um, the... Shows the minstrel minstrel shows, no, 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 no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this this was um, he had a ra rather convincing um, appearance as <laughs> a black guy, and the idea with the wig is, and everything. And every every couple of months or so, um, I see online like Tropic Thunder pop up, and the question is, is Tropic Thunder racist? And like I get that impulse. But especially when it comes to comedy, I think context is very important. Okay. And in this case, they're deliberately mocking method actors who think that they can play any role. Yes. Like, uh, the, the classic example is um, Daniel Day-Lewis. Now, Daniel Day-Lewis has never done blackface or anything, as far as I know, like that. But he gets... He, he is the traditional example of people that go overboard getting into character. He lived in the woods and learned how to um, make uh, flintlock muskets and shoes for different roles. And, like, <laughs> he refuses to drop whatever voice he's doing when whenever he's shooting a movie. And the joke, of course, in this is, like, Robert Dunn Jr. talking like this the whole yes. time. Yes. Man, I don't drop character till I've done the DVD commentary. Yes, and that to, was funny. And to Robert Downey Jr.'s insane credit, if you do watch the, the commentary for this movie, it's him, Jack Black, and Ben Stiller, and he is doing the Sergeant Lincoln Osiris voice okay. the whole time. That's it's funny. Wowzers, commitment. But he wasn't in costume? He wasn't in makeup? No, 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 not for the DVD commentary, I don't think, anyway. Okay. But, like, it got to the point where he was, like, he wanted to be this character on set to the point where... I gotta look up the actual character's name because now uh, the actual actor's name because now I feel bad. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Brandon T. Jackson. Brandon T. Jackson plays uh, Al Pacino, the, uh, the the actual black guy uh, on on set of Tropic Thunder because it's a movie within a movie. Right. And uh, Brandon T. Jackson, like they very deliberately have him call out what the character of Kirk Lazarus, Robert Downey Jr., is doing in terms of the blackface and the voice and the makeup and the this and the that. And uh, <laughs> apparently, Brandon T. Jackson 
forgot that he was working with Robert Downey Jr. to the point where when he met him at the cast party, he just like, oh, right, he's a white dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, let me tell you about the movie I was in. Oh, wait, you were there too? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they all apparently had a very strange time making this yeah. movie, let alone like the actual outcome of the movie itself. Did you have like a favorite scene? Wait, let, uh, oh, oh, no, no, okay. The, the the blackface thing. I mean, now I want to. We are a couple of doughy white dudes from the suburbs of Philadelphia, white boys. so like <clears throat> with middling life experiences, as I like pasty, to say. So, pasty yeah. white boys, yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, I did have a, uh, a black friend in high school. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Uh, actually, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. a good, a good friend. <laughs> Very dear friend. I'm my, still in touch with him. My, um, my, my joke is that my ex-wife got the black friend in the divorce. Okay. So, yeah. That's, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, when you talk about blackface, it I mean, everybody pictures the minstrel shows and, and, the, and the jockey on the lawn kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but this was actually an act, well, aside from it being comedy, um, it was actually an actor portraying a role... But aside from the comedy, not really, not making fun of it, right? Or not, not um, the the target, not being a caricature. The, or the target of the joke isn't black people. The target of the joke is actors who think they okay. can do this stuff. Okay. Um, um, yeah. And then you had <clears throat> the two black guys, the one black guy calling out the white black guy. On, uh, he called at one point uh, um, Char Charlie Chicken or something like that. So, you know, really, you're going to talk like that? Uh, you know, well, get me some greens and get me and fry me up right. some chicken. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. And, and so the black guy's calling out the other black, white guy <laughs> black on right. being, uh, acting like deep, deep south poor yeah. black or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe some um, of our, our, our black listeners can, can maybe uh, um, enlighten us, pasty whites, so on, yeah, on how that... I, I would love to be corrected and stuff like this. Like, if this movie is actually racist, please let us know, because yeah. we're just approaching it from our very yeah. narrow scope of life experience. Yeah. But um, Looking it's... at it from comedy perspective, I look at it, it, it was funny. Yeah, because... And, because not uh, not from a racist perspective. Because we're trying to understand, like, the... Like I said, the target of the joke. Yeah. The the idea is that this character, Kirk Lazarus, the actor, thinks he can do anything and play any character. So he literally, like, he doesn't get made up every day. He literally gets his skin yes. surgically darkened. Darkened, yeah. And, like, a wig stitched onto his head yes. for the purposes of the movie. So he goes exactly. bonkers overboard yeah. getting into this character. And, like, they make... A point to say that he also like he spent six months learning how to cobble shoes or like to get into a role of a Dutchman or whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah. So it's 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 absolutely mocking and taking to its comedic extreme this thought process of like oh I can do anything yeah. so long and like use I'm just in character as an excuse. Like in Dungeons and Dragons, the joke is you always encounter the person who just wants to be a dick. And they say, oh, my character steals from this old lady because it's what my character yeah. would do. And it's like, you're not helping anybody, yeah. dude. 
Um, and, but then the rest of the whole movie is filled with caricatures of this stuff. Like yep. Ben Stiller's character is very directly ripping off Sylvester Stallone, speaking exactly. of Rocky, with like the 19, it's what? It's First Blood, it's Rambo First Blood Part 2, it's Rambo 3, it's, yeah. it's how many of these things, like there are how many Rocky movies? Eight? Nine? I don't know. But he fights communism in one, and he fights Mr. T in another. <laughs> and I don't know, I, I've never, I've lived basically Philadelphia adjacent my whole life, and I could not begin to tell you any of the Rocky movies. Right. I don't know how to discern any of them. It, uh, um, but then you've got also uh, uh, Jack Black, who is playing like the stereotypical uh, fart comedy yes. guy. <clears throat> In fact, the character's whole deal is his farts. Yes. Yeah. That's his notoriety. Uh, he's he's uh, involved in the, the fart the, family. The fart. Whatever. Like, he is very... Like, if we're using... Uh, um, uh, blazing Saddles as yes. a barometer for like the blackface involved in this movie, then we can use just that farting bean sequence as yes. the barometer for the Jack Black yeah. character. Who is, it's, and I do appreciate how all of these characters get their own individual arcs over the course of this movie. Uh, like Jack Black like overcomes his 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 heroin addiction. Heroin addiction, yeah. Uh, um, uh, uh, ben Stiller goes uh, from like just the washed up action movie star to legitimate like Academy Award quote legitimate yes Academy Award actor. Um, Kirk Lazarus learns to stop taking himself so seriously. Exactly. Um, exactly yeah. Al Pacino <clears throat> uh, uh, comes out of the closet and stops overcompensating because the movie. When I first saw this movie in theaters, it starts with a commercial for Al Pacino's energy drink called Booty Sweat. Booty Sweat. What yes. What do you think of even just that? The opening commercials and movie trailers. That was a riot. Right? That was so funny. And like he's singing about booty sweat and I was going, is that what he's saying? Is that yeah. real? Yeah. Wow. That is, that's like disgusting and funny. <laughs> you know, that's like, in any, you know, don't. Don't overthink it. Just, like, go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But then you get, like, the fake movie trailers for, um, uh, uh, what is it? Scorcher 6. Yes. Here we go again. <laughs> again. Again. And he's Here got, go like, again, two again, yeah. babies strapped to his chest, and he's carrying two gu And then you get the fatties fart, too. Yes. And it's, it's, uh, and, and, <laughs> oh, my God. The, the Satan's Abbey, where it's Robert Downey Jr. and Tobey Maguire as monks in like 1506 and they're very clearly gay and they're fondling each other's um rosaries yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like th these comedic th these extreme examples of things that exist in real life you know rocky six yes. um uh, uh uh dumb and dumber two oh my God. um uh <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yes. It's stuff like that. Just these very obvious, like, who, who, archetypes of these movies. Who was the the dumb character that Ben Stiller played? That was one of his... His character's name was... Tug oh, the dumb... Okay, so Ben Stiller plays the character Tug Speedman, who, right. in the 2008 movie Tropic Thunder, had made a movie within a movie called Simple Jack. Simple Jack, yeah. Simple Jack, which is very clearly a comedic 
exaggeration of Forrest Gump, I am, and exactly. which they all name drop in right. the movie. Right. Um, what did you think of Simple Jack? Um, I thought it was so funny. Oh when, God! When uh, <laughs> um, oh, what's his name? <clears throat> ben Stiller. Yeah. Well, he he yeah. did the character, but then um, um, Robert Downey Jr. is is talking to him and oh, saying, "Oh my God! You never go full retard." But and okay, so we the the, the the that's the word they use in the movie. Yes, it's, which is completely incorrect it, it's it's completely. so violently not yeah, politically not cool. correct at yeah. all it's yeah. not a gr- it's not a good word to use at all it just it's it's but within the context of this movie like you you understand what it is he's trying yes. to say yes. like um he uses forrest gump as an example yeah. like it slow yes a little simple yes not Full R word, but he became a millionaire and and he met the president and all yeah, that. Yeah, charming as all hell. Yeah, so he's but, not he's not full retard. And then you've got oh god, and then you've got like the two thousand one movie I Am Sam, starring oh crap, what's his name? I forget his name. But the guy goes quote full R word, doesn't even get nominated yes, for yes. the performance. Whereas Tom Hanks won an Academy Award, yes. and if you made. Forrest Gump today, you would be sent to jail. Oh my God! Uh, it wasn't. <clears throat> it wasn't I, a mo- Forrest Gump wasn't a mockery. You have you seen Forrest Gump? Uh, this is a this is a weird one. I've seen. I've seen Forrest Gump multiple times, but never all in one go okay. all the way through. And I've never actually seen the middle bit where he goes to Vietnam. Okay. I've seen like the opening hour and the closing. 45 minutes to an hour, okay. but never that middle chunk, and I'm not sure how or why I've managed to dodge it hmm. all these years. But, like, the bits that I have seen, it's just like, I, I kind of get it. Yeah. I understand what they're trying to do. Yeah. And, uh, oh, Boise, I don't think Tom Cruise would be winning any points if he turned in oh that performance God, I today. Tom Cruise in there. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise. I said Tom Cruise meant Tom Hanks in Forrest Gump. Tom Cruise plays the most overbearing, stereotypical Hollywood producer. Oh God. He's he's uh, he's a bit of an uncomfortable like Jewish producer stereotype. Like they 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 strap can we, like. Can we say Jewish? I, I mean, I don't think you, <laughs> you can avoid did. it because that's, that's how he's made up. He's got that's the bald, how it's, That's he, how it's portrayed. He's yeah. got the balding cap on. He's got these. Uh, it. Uh, do you even call them like? wigs on his forearms yeah. he's got like his fingers are made up to be fat yeah it's amazing it, and like he dances and he says the most vile things oh my god and it's when, that's tom cruise when he went what he goes he goes nuts on on somebody he ranted and cursed and and browbeat this one guy the best i've ever heard he beats the uh, crap out of just, just calling him all, calling him out all kinds of names and stuff. I, I thought, oh my god, that's awesome the way he just <laughs> beat the crap out of this guy verbally. Unbelievable. It was so a weird bit of context. Now we saw the Tom Cruise movie War of the Worlds a couple of months ago, and I think I mentioned on that episode how. The press tour for War of the Worlds is when Tom Cruise openly became insane and started promoting Scientology. Oh, okay. And trash talking psychology and his co star and jumping on couches and this and that and the other thing. This movie was weirdly part of his rehabilitation 
rehabilitation tour. And it got people back on his side because I want to say a year or two later, the fourth Mission Impossible movie comes out and all of a sudden Tom Cruise's whole persona is changed. He's no longer classic, handsome, sexy leading man. He's Tom Cruise is a lunatic and you will pay him you will pay money to see him strap himself to a jet cool. taking off at hundreds of miles an hour. So, like, he stops being classic, sexy Tom Cruise, and he enters into a new phase of his career, which is just lunatic, lunatic. at this lunatic point. Cruise. And it's worked for him. I do not approve of him and his personal life. I do not approve of Scientology. But, no yeah. No to our Scientology uh, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all, all both of them. Um, sure. Uh <clears throat> yeah, it's. I'm totally fine with the fact that you have a private prison on your main campus. Yes. That's great. Everybody yes. should have private prisons. Hooray! I'm, I'm building one. <laughs> All right, so you asked a long time ago, favorite scene? Favorite scene. When the, I guess it was the director, steps on the mine. And oh my God, up. yes. Okay. And, so... and then uh, Ben Stiller is is picking up pieces of the body, Who's tasting that? them, saying, look, it's just, yes. it's just uh, 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 corn syrup and, and, and red dye. So, so, so that's the, um, the, the English actor-comedian Steve Coogan, and he is playing a stereotypical, in-over-his-head British <clears throat> director who right. can't wrangle the major stars of the movie. Yeah, there's too much ego and personality there. And when they get the idea to actually film the movie guerrilla style, like go actually out into the jungle, right. which sets the stage for the rest of the, you know, the plot of the movie, he has this astounding monologue that ends with, his, like, the helicopter is God and I am Jesus Christ, his son. Yes. And then he steps on a landmine and just goes, oh, and explodes everywhere. And he's just gone from the movie. Right. And they find his detritus. All over the field. His head. His head. And the fake head that they use is so alarmingly light well, not lifelike, but like when like Ben Stiller has it on like his bayonet or whatever, and he's kind of puppeteering it, the jaw wiggles the jaw and it's just bouncing up and down. Oh, it's so talking. disgusting. <clears throat> oh yeah. god. Yeah, it was and he not realizing it was real, mm-hmm. he just thinks it's it's uh, fake. Yeah, okay. yeah. That was that was outrageous. Yeah, because it takes Ben so Stiller funny. a long time to realize he's not in a movie. Yes, that was funny. <laughs> Very hilarious. Oh God. Um, anything else you wanted to talk about when it comes uh, to Tropic Very Thunder? entertaining. A lot of fun. A uh, lot of twists and turns, uh, and uh, just a lot of laughing. And stuff. So it was, it was, a, a, it was a pretty good time. It was, it, it was a nice return to form after not yes. doing this for a month. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like the entire fun of this is sitting down and watching a movie yes. with you. So, um, and speaking of, Dad, I think we've already decided on what movie we're doing next week. Which is? Snakes. Oh, that's on a right. plane. Snakes on a plane. Which I have never seen. You've never seen Snakes. No. Oh, you're in for a treat. It's like Snakes the ultimate. Awful B movie. It's fun, I think. Okay. In a very like lower those expectations, friend, kind okay. of way. Um, it's it's on the same tier as I'd say like the the nineteen seventy four Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Okay. It operates on the same logic of ah, 
I see. Godzilla is turning himself into a giant magnet. But in this case, <laughs> Sam Jackson gets to curse a whole bunch. That's great. And which he does well. Which he does great. And yes. I'm very excited for that. So next week, Snakes on a Plane. Um, in the meantime, for the first time in nearly a month, uh, uh, I am H.D. Lickner on Twitter, Muscle Nerd Studios, on Instagram. Um, thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for our theme song. Paul Taylor at WapsySquare.com for our artwork. He just did the design for my next tattoo, and I am so hyped for it. I'm gel. Be gel. Uh, uh, Deb, take us away. Okay, no, uh, New Year. Uh, looks like the same old crap. Um, I think the country is going down, uh, and that's not a joke. It's a shame. Uh, be yeah. good. Be good to each other, because we're going to need to support each other pretty soon. And don't do stupid stuff. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Bye.